0: So bye bye, Miss American pie, drove my shed. Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan bringing us down, and we have a couple of awesome hosts with us on this wonderful, I don't know, wintertime rainy evening here in the wonderful Portland metro area.
1: It is rainy and wet in winter. Yes, it is.
2: It's and so I'm well. your co host, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody say something. <laughs> and who are you, sir?
1: I'm Blake. I'm your <laughs> Marvel Comics, Marvel movie, and Winter expert. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh, so no, we're not talking about Winter Soldier. Even though we did mention the word Winter, we're talking about Black Widow today. We I should watch Captain America: Winter Soldier again, though. Yeah. Look slaps. There's as as our friend Brian here always says. You know, it, it it's nice when there's a standalone, but you still have to watch the 25 other freaking Marvel films to get even some of the nuanced parts of it, and it's a little frustrating. I'm trying to remember how many there are right now. I think 29. Yeah, there's a lot. Plus
1: the shows. Yeah. Plus they're folding the if you if you don't let me if you
0: don't stop me, I'll just keep going. Well, okay. So but we yeah, watched it's uh, it's you're tough. A few years ago, uh, Black Widow was supposed to have been theatrically released and then COVID hit and yeah. shut it all down. And then Disney decided, Oh, hey, we're just gonna stream it first. And then but oh, that we after we a year. It, it sat on the just sat there for a year. Nothing happening. And we mentioned it a few times in past episodes about oh, you know, it gets, you know, they kept putting trailers out and you're like yeah you that was a bad
1: move you on can Disney basically fart.
0: watch the whole film just watching the trailers it was like okay you just ruined the whole thing why would i why do i want to spend two hours of my life watching this on the big screen which we did do we did go so eventually but. yeah
2: you you've got to admit it's hard to ruin a mediocre film it
0: is hard to ruin a mediocre film it could have been better
1: it's i i will defend any more movie maybe some more than others but this, this one should have just gotten dropped on Disney Plus from the start. They built too much hype around it. They had Taskmaster in it, who's like a massive comic favorite. Yeah. I love that we got a Black Widow movie. It should have been happened sooner. It should have happened before 2019.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of question about where it fits into the timeline. I mean, you know it's where it is. immediately after the
1: time- Captain America Civil War. Yeah. I, I double-checked
0: on that. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're in dry January. So for those that are not partaking in alcohol for the month of January. Hey, that's me. There is is Blake among us.
2: And I'm cutting it by half.
0: Cutting it by half also is considered a good thing to do because, you know, you got to drink in moderation and enjoy it when you can and be responsible. So in honor of Dry January for this episode and some of the other episodes that we're going to be doing this month, we planned on doing non-alcoholic or beer adjacent or Mm -hmm. hot water, as some people call it. Sparkling Hot Water. This goes by as a couple different names. So yeah, yeah. We uh, recently were down at... John's Marketplace. John's Marketplace in Southeast Portland. And they had a non-alcoholic wine and beer and hot water tasting event. And we all went. And it was actually really interesting. I We ended up buying some for this event and uh, this, this podcast episode and a few other ones. And I think we, we bought some that we didn't. Try that ended up being pretty decent, and then we bought one to have with this uh, movie that was kind of questionable. We'll, we'll let you know more about that. Yeah, That's so, we so got thoughts. Yeah, so the, the we got
2: lots of thoughts. The yeah. sparkle
0: hops from Pelican, and then the Flying Start uh, New England style low alcohol. It's not no alcohol, but the sparkling hops is just sparkling water with hops. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like tea hop. Yeah, yeah. Hop. But the Flying Start was an actual beer that has the alcohol removed out of it. So we'll get into that in a little bit. There's a couple of different processes they can use to do that, but we digress. July, 2021, Natasha Romanov, aka the Black Widow, confronts the darker parts of her past. It is now your table. Crack knuckles, crack neck.
2: All right, before Blake gets into this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to give spot spaces for people to talk. <laughs> All right, so my take on the film I'm not a big Marvel MCU viewer. I grew weary of superhero films in the early 2000s. Biggest problem with this whole film is I still feel that even though it's standalone, I was kind of lost during the first 10, 20 minutes of the film. Um,
0: Well, they give a little bit of the history, the backstory of like, she spent time in America after she had already started through the program called The Red Room, or To Become a Black Widow, or A Spy. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't necessarily as organized as it was later on in the film, like, you know, 20 years later. I mean, they do that whole, on the screen,
2: 25 years ago. You know, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, really? Well, I, I mean, I, I eventually caught up, but I was confused. It it, it, it the, the start was very slow moving, and there wasn't a lot of exposition. Yeah. And I, and I just kind of didn't know where I would There was there's one play, well there was a time jump yes. and there was mm-hmm. a place where two two characters were working with the same prop and i didn't know whether they were the yeah. same character in some kind of time jump or not
1: yeah they explained what that was a, a couple of scenes later but it would have been good to kind of get more of a indicator because i also i've seen this movie before yeah like when it dropped it, on disney plus once and, they had
2: that exposition and yeah. explained it from that point on, I was much more engaged in the film, and because I knew what was going on. Oh yeah, and and that that was my biggest problem with the film. Dan has some other problems, uh, you know, which he can talk uh, about later. Yeah. Um, but I also thought that the quote family dynamic mm-hmm. was a lot of fun and yeah. and quite charming at different points in the film.
0: That that was one of the only saving graces of it.
2: Yeah, the, I, I we'll mean, we'll just put it to you like that.
1: Well, I mean, it's a, a collection of phenomenal actors. Florence Pugh, who we all know now is incredible. Rachel Weisz and David Harbour, well-tested. We all know they're great. Scarlett Johansson's a phenomenal actress. Scarlett Joe rocked it. Scarlett Johansson's the only reason to watch the Spirit movie. Like, yeah, that movie's awful, but she's incredible in it.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: But uh, we're not here to
1: talk about that garbage <laughs> fire. We're talking
0: to talk about <laughs> this garbage fire. You know, if you're not familiar... As with all Marvel properties, if you're not familiar with backstory or any of that, you have to do a little research ahead of time. If you go into it blank or if you just have a little idea, you're going to get lost really quickly. You're not going to understand what their motivations really are. They do a really... Extensive job on trying to explain their motivations in this. Like, why did we get the? Fi- why would we break our dad out of jail? Well, he's not really your dad. He was the spy that pretended to be your dad for three years. The you know, Red oh, Guardian. The Red Guardian. Russia's you, answer to Captain America. Correct. Using yeah. the same soldier serum, and that's the thing. It's like you know. Well,
1: they never say it's the same thing. I bet some Russia knockoff, but, but without you know. Blake in the room, he's not in, he's not in, in as great a shape. Yeah, you so would
2: not. never know any of this without Blake in the room. You to do it. some research or if, have somebody if you there, hadn't seen the previous. 18 films. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no seriously, I mean I every, every time I go see Marvel properties or DC properties, I always do a little research first to make sure I understand what's going on. Cuz and even then it's there's a lot of okay, well what version of which comic book series are they pulling from yeah. and they, mm-hmm. then when they start pulling from multiple different series and combining them, as Blake mentioned a few times, it's like, well, it's a little bit of this character and a little bit of that character from these different things. and Yeah, and the, the world is
2: ginormous. The lore that has yeah built up since golden age of comic books. Since the uh, 1960s, yeah. Plus 20 movies, 29 movies, wh- wherever this one falls. yeah. Luckily,
1: and, they didn't have the TV shows until after Black Widow. That's going to start getting crazy, because every yeah, TV show yeah. is six episodes, and that's got a bunch of lore, <laughs> which I <laughs> will happily watch over and over. <laughs> and and there is a
0: whole lot of the multiverse thing going on where it's not like okay, yet. not yet in this one, but, but it happens. That is inter- going to but that is weird, yeah. It is. So it doesn't really matter anymore. You can just do whatever you want. And, and, the, and, and there cares. is so I'm some about that, yeah.
2: There is some talk in the film about things that are happening in other movies that mm-hmm. yes never happen on screen. Yeah, if you haven't seen those movies. Well, the, they're just talking about it's it's like gossip about the guy down the road that you don't know.
1: Oh, that guy sucks. I hate yeah, that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy's rude. Well, they do finally dig into the Budapest thing that they referenced in The Avengers when they find the Chitari and, Hawk, and Hawkeye and, and Black Widow are shooting aliens. And she says, it's like Budapest. And he's, he tells her, uh, you and I remember this very differently. So you get some of that. Actually, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, there's talk about how when Alexi's saying he fucked up America and the bear... I'm like, no, nah, he was frozen, dude. The other show talks about how there were other super soldiers while Cap was in the ice. Correct. So it could have been the same formula. My guess is it's Russian because everyone has their own version of that goofy, goopy stuff. Yes.
0: That that good high seed fruit juice that is the super soldier <laughs> yeah. serum. So what's interesting is so this is like the Russian evil communist, you know, want to be Karl Marx, everybody. We want yeah, to just yeah. destroy it all and let it sort itself out. Which is not Hydra. Hydra just wants to control everything. Yeah, so yeah. Hydra is like hyper Nazis. They're they're fascist on speed on a speed run. So it's like for me, it's interesting that it gets mentioned once in this film and then just never mentioned again. And it's just like, well, isn't Hydra really the ones that drive a lot of the plot in the story for the Avengers? Whereas this is just a side story,
1: and that's uh, why uh, they don't. They care. were up to a point, yeah, and they're really a big Captain America villain in the comics because America versus Red Skull. Yeah. God, we only got one Red Skull. That's such a bummer.
2: I guess two.
0: But Legolas did come to the rescue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> and, and, and I would, Bloom's not Bloom's something in this movie?
2: <laughs> I, I would argue that all of this is irrelevant if this is the only Marvel movie you're going to watch. True. Correct. Right? It, it would
1: have been nice if we got more history on the Red Room. Because I, I told the guys today, I keep forgetting that Hydra and Red Room are different.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not right. the same thing. And you, you you definitely don't know that until it said, oh, yeah. yeah, Hydra's doing that, but we took it from them. We stole it from them.
1: It feels like mm. they were doing a spy movie thing to the nth degree, but missing some of the key parts of spy movies, like having a central like, idea or plot to hold on to. So while the, the freaky, swappy stuff's happening, like, spoiler alert, when... Uh, Iron Maiden, Rachel Vice's character from the comics, that's the whole thing, and uh, Black Widow are, have changed faces, those masks. I forgot this time, watching, like, oh, yeah, they did the switcheroo, while, and then the heist thing of, uh, how'd that happen? Flashback. Yeah. So it's doing the spy stuff pretty well, but it's also cramming a lot in there.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the basic idea is that the, quote, American free will way yeah. is good, and we're going to save all these
0: slaves to communism.
2: We're, Women, yeah, yeah, women who are being controlled as spies by the Russian bad guys mm-hmm. who dominate their free will. Is this an eighties movie? <laughs> and, and, and and well, I don't know, but uh, you know, but, but, but that's the primary conflict: free uh, will, yeah. free will versus and ultimately, slavery. ultimately, mm-hmm.
0: just the one like three minute scene where he's just like the bad guy is beating up on Scarlett Johansson's character, and she can't fight back. And that's exactly the whole thing. It's like, oh, well, you know, we'll dominate everybody. And that's how it's presented. I grew up with that idea. It's like, oh, no, Russia's so big and dominant and this and that. And then when you figure out how to get around it, not so much.
1: God, what a great scene where he just breaks her own nose and beats his ass. (laughs) Hey, be careful of them pheromones, kids. I will say one of the key things, I'm doing a rewatch of a lot of the movies because I haven't watched the earlier ones since, like for like five or six years. It's a whole different vibe, and I'm noticing the villains are a key component, and boy, they kind of push the villains aside to make room for the new characters like Florence Pugh and and uh, David Harbour's characters. Taskmaster is cool as hell. The whole idea is in the comics and the movie, they watch you fight, and they can just mimic exactly how you fight, so they know exactly how to counter you. Not a lot of Taskmaster in this movie, and with all those trailers they were dropping when the movie was pushed back, the hype was growing, and hype was growing, and there's a
2: lot of people who love taskmaster and we got love not it. a lot not yeah, a lot not as much and, as i would have liked and i would say taskmaster's superpower was only evidence in the very first fight yeah uh, on the bridge with scarlett johansson we i saw a lot of mirroring there
1: yeah and, and then fighting the red guardian you, they did the black panther thing once yeah like the the claw slice right move. and he yeah. does like a hawkeye bow and arrow pull which is tough because it's a bow he and does. arrow how else yeah. how else are you gonna pull a bow uh, and Yeah, arrow? how are you gonna fire that and there's a spider-man move at one point i can't remember if that was at the beginning or the end but spidey's just agile just a lot of hopping right. and jumping yeah and then drekov's just classic big bad
0: gross bad man as far as okay so the plot has some issues yeah there's some gaps in logic that you just oh it's a superhero movie doesn't matter but then there's like the last half hour of the movie takes place on a flying fortress that the (laughs) engines on fire and decaying and and things are falling apart and the engines have already blown up 10 minutes ago, but it's still somehow just hanging there. That is like, I thought she only blew up one engine. Well, no, the whole thing starts blowing up. Right. I
1: thought, I thought one propeller is still going, kind of holding it, but I, I don't remember. That's not me calling you out. I genuinely thought no, she only I, broke one.
2: Yeah, but... Some, she, she did, and and who, they never showed us how many engines it had.
1: True. Not like a, hel, a S.H.I.E.L.D. helicarrier. But but she clearly totally had six. Yeah.
2: I, I felt it, it had a chain reaction, and the yeah. whole thing was going down in flames to Dan's point.
0: Pretty classic but, action movie thing. And, and yeah. you know, the... The really interesting thing that I thought about with all of the previews, and there was a lot. Uh, there's a whole trailer dedicated to like the whole end fight scene when she's <gasps> flying through the air and she's doing stopping. that cool slide yeah. on the glass, and Taskmaster's all yeah. I mean, it's like okay, so memorable scene, yes. Does it have any relevance to anything in the movie? No, the, not really. The most being that she saves her sister, yeah, who who I steals mean,
1: the show. Everyone like there's you, millions of YouTube edits of Florence Pugh just being a maniac from just this movie alone. Yeah, Explaining a hysterectomy to her dad is like, no, 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 I don't want to
2: hear this. Yeah,
1: <laughs> to, it, to just out of spite Like, like I said, the rations. family dynamics yeah.
2: was what this movie is That's, that's what is kind, viewable. It, yeah, yeah, that's
0: what keeps it going. If yeah, you're doing a rewatch, yeah. that's absolutely the reason to rewatch. So my question to the professional at the table would be, how much of this was green screened and just flying through a green screen? <laughs> yeah, versus, I imagine the last scene. <laughs> I, I, I want to say like Okay, so there yeah, was a I, lot of outdoor footage that was just natural scene, and then there were some inside shots. So those could have just been standard. Well, yeah, sites, but, all, all of the yeah. fight
2: scenes were a combination of, of wire work and green mm-hmm. screen, and the wire work they painted out digitally. And then the, I mean, the whole last scene with explosions and yeah. a floating fortress and diving through the air with glass shattering all of that is cg yeah they shot this movie in
1: 87 days so i imagine at least that scene was for sure cg yeah i'm guessing a lot of the other ones were mostly practical Maybe not the the chimney falling, but like like all the inside fight scenes, the parts yes, of the prison, so the, parts of the prison.
2: But well, I mean, one, once we got above the prison, yeah, that I, was absolutely the great. helicopter and the RPG blowing up the tower and the avalanche coming down. Oh no, uh,
1: now Brian, I'm pretty sure they buried actual men in the Russian prison. Yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, now nah, you, you make a fine point. <laughs> um, certainly, the last half hour has, has one of the things that I I hate. In a lot of the modern action movies, which is just there's so much crap flying around the screen, you can't yeah. pay attention, and it it then no longer serves the story. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay, it's a fight in the fireball, great. Yeah, so that's cool. what I was saying. I'm like the, the, the whole thing with her <laughs> flying. Through okay, that's air. a cool shot. I'll I already... watch it again. And that's,
0: all it is is a cool <laughs> shot. It has no nothing to the storyline. Oh, she, she, you know, Black Widow. Okay, so the character Black Widow blew this poor little girl up and now she feels guilty. Well, you were a bad person doing something to try to, you know, pay homage and become better and a good person. Yeah. But you still did bad things to become that better person. And now you're regretful because you became a better person and did something bad to to an innocent person, so that's, it's like What's funny is yeah,
1: every that, Avenger movie they do that. Every like the first one, Loki points out her ledger. The second one, she Joss Whedon uh, shows regret over like having been in the Red Room and having her, her reproductive organs taken out. Like one that's not cool, Whedon. You did it a bad way. But like every Avenger movie, maybe not Infinity War, but every other Avenger movie, it's always pointed out. Oh, she used to do bad things. We know. <laughs> She was an assassin, we're well aware.
2: Right. What I was going to say is all of those plot points we got in scenes other than this big fight stuff. CG fight yeah. thing, yeah. right? We we knew all that. It blew up and they get to the ground somehow. Then Yeah. <laughs> then they have the final
0: I want to hug and I should well, give you
2: climax of that fight where yeah. where she rectifies her past wrong. Yep, yep. By But does she really
0: I me mean, we, have, we haven't seen Taskmaster. We'll, know, we'll see yeah. in Thunderbolts <laughs> by
2: trying to free Taskmaster yeah. from the slavery. The, the slavery of yeah. being part of the Red Room. Yeah.
1: What makes that frustrating is there's other Marvel movies where they do a good job with that. Like in Captain America: Winter Soldier, while he's fighting Bucky and trying to free him from his Hydra control, you know, three shield helicopters are crashing. It's a whole big you know set piece. But stuff's happening, and he's having a whole moment of "I'm gonna make you remember me." And it's like, cool, they can do it. I wish they did it here, because Black Widow deserves a really good movie, but
0: we got an okay one. Right. It's yeah, a little yeah. frustrating after... I mean, I, I said while well, we're watching hmm. it, I'm like, they spent all this money on the CG and all, all this crap, but they didn't spend very much on the actual writing of it. I mean, the actors did good with what they had, but... I, I I'm, know, I'm guessing it's
1: not a shining recommendation when I saw in the trivia. The guy wrote it. Once he gets an idea, he knocked out the sc- rough trap to the script really quickly. Cool not really a shining moment of like
2: quality maybe i've written stuff really fast and it's bad yeah (laughs) it takes it takes time to kind of sit with your material and then be able to rewrite it so it gets better
0: i'm sure they did rewrites but i kind of of wish they did more (laughs) yeah i mean there's there's a whole lot of room for growth of a whole lot of red room a whole lot of red room. I, I don't really have anything else to say about this other than it's a Marvel film. You should know what to expect if you're going to watch it. Yeah, do some research ahead of time if you're not real familiar with the backstories because there is some. I'd I mean, say and, I'm
1: trying to think of what mo- which movies you'd want to watch before this one. I guess either Avengers, like for the first one, or Age of Ultron. Yeah, and that kind of give you some Black Widow backstory. Yeah,
0: and and what her motivations are are important. But not really, because this is very much just a redemption story for her character and trying to atone for the sins of the past.
1: Yeah, the timing of it airing was weird because canonically it's right after Civil War, like Captain America Civil War. It got released after Endgame, where she is she sacrificed herself to help get a soul stone and save the you know, the universe, or at least Earth. And it's kinda weird getting this whole like backstory after we've all accepted, okay, She's Natasha's gone. gone, that's too bad. And then, oh, cool, another movie that Should have happened sooner.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, and how many times can they do that? It's like you're pre-telling the story just to fill in some gaps that, you know, existed. So
1: far, just three times: Captain America, Captain Marvel, and this one. But I I could see him doing it again. Yeah. I I seem to like it. Especially with Multiverse now. I'm sure we're going to get a flashback to young Doctor Strange. (laughs) (laughs) I've always loved Green Rocks. Oh, let's hope. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. (laughs) Just a child with Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. (laughs) Or hey, we could we could bring in both Deadpool and the Green Lantern and see how that plays out with the same character.
1: Oh oh, oh Dan, they already did that in Deadpool 2. I know, but we should be getting Wolverine in Deadpool three. I'm very
0: excited. Yeah, as mentioned earlier. Yep. So this is the point in the podcast where we're <laughs> yeah. going to just abandon talking about this. It's not a dumpster fire, but it's pretty. It's know, it's a mid level movie.
1: It's not if you're doing a rewatch, it's worth watching. Like maybe as a you know, watch it. And then, like, I think Shang-Chi was the one after this. Yeah. Or Doctor Strange. Like, Shang-Chi's phenomenal.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd say, like, a double feature of this then. Shang-Chi, but yeah,
0: where you can actually get some good action sequences with some actual story and character development. And it's actually a good watch. It's a good thing. I saw that one in the theater too. Yeah,
1: I saw it in theater and at home several times. Very,
0: very good. We're talking about Black Widow, which is, as you know, a Marvel Cinematic Universe film came out in 2021, but it was done a few years prior to that. going to be 2019. Yeah. Which is kind of sad. Disney, come on. (laughs) <laughs> if again if you want to watch it watch it if and if you do and you're participating in Dry January we have a couple of non-alcoholic beverages that we <coughs> imbibed upon during this film now it was unfortunate that one of them is what's considered just sparkling water with hops. Yeah. And was like drinking straight CO2. So like all of us have been burping all night long. It's just like, oh my God, this is not fun.
1: I mean, we've been doing pretty good since we got on the mics. So I probably just
0: jinxed us, but we've been doing it okay so far.
2: We got it all out. We earlier. got it out of our system yep. early. Yep.
0: If you're doing it find something that's, if you like sparkling water, I would necessarily not suggest getting this because it's like $2 a can and you can get like sparkling water that has flavor from costco or any place a hell of yeah. a lot cheaper
2: why don't you mention what it is okay so they know now what let's never about. mention no, a mystery
0: so make them solve it <laughs> you know I, I don't want to i don't want to dis on pelican brewing but they they no, they, they, produce, they make phenomenal beer they, they make stuff i love the cream ale and the red and the red ale yeah. oh my god phenomenal so this is literally just sparkling water it's called sparkle hops and this is citra hop infused sparkling water with lemon now, I know they, the ingredients are carbonated water, citra hops, and lemon puree. So it is literally just carbonated water. That's, something I CO2 that's yeah, been pumped yeah. into it. Spicy water. They dry hop it with citra hops, which gives it an aromatic approach. If you dry hop, you're not going to get any of the acid that comes from the hops. And this has no acid. This yeah. has no flavor associated to the hops that I could figure out or tell. In any way, shape, or form, it was just aromatic, and then you know the lemon puree is going to give it a little bit of that acid, and that's where you're getting—I wouldn't even call it bitterness, just a flavor, minor
2: flavor. I would totally agree. I had many sparkly waters that uh, are various taste infused, and they were all very similar to this. Compared, as Dan mentioned earlier, we just went to a tasting of hop water and beer, and. This has the least amount of hop flavor of anything that we tasted. Correct. I'd agree with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, it's just basically like a really light Perrier, or mm-hmm. not even Perrier. I mean, I, yeah. I would say get any of the most of the sparkling or bubbly water in a can that has flavor is going to have more flavor than this. This is a very subtle and light flavor profile.
1: Well, we can tell you. I can tell you from the calorie count that this is just water, zero calories. Whereas we've had other ones, I think this one has an actual calorie count, but other ones have like, you know, not as much as typical beer, but some calories. I like how on the tasting notes on the can, citrusy hop character, subtle lemony zinc, bubbly carbonation, not a flavor, non-alcoholic, not a flavor.
2: Right. (laughs) Yeah, so (laughs) if you're celebrating a sober January, I would say there are other... Other Uh, options. Other (laughs) options. Yeah. And if you stay tuned over the next two or three episodes, you're going to find out what they might be. Yeah. Yeah. Because there
0: are a lot more companies that are producing both hop water and let's just say non-alcoholic beer. But most, if it is a beer that's been brewed, and we'll talk about that here in a moment with this Boulevard beer that we had, it's beer that they've used an enzyme or some process to remove most of the alcohol out of it. So it is brewed with malt of some way, shape, or form. And then it's treated like a normal beer until you get to more of the end product. You remove some of the alcohol and then you dry hop it to give it more of those aromatics and that little more acidicate if you can get any out of it. This hop water, nothing. It's not brewed like beer. Yeah. It's just sparkling carbonated yeah, water yeah. as far as we can tell. And
2: I, I don't hate the flavor, but if I yeah. want if I want that flavor, I'd rather pay 50 cents for a bottle of uh, ice seltzer yeah. than yeah, ben, two dollars for this it, it polar
0: la croix. I it, yeah, honestly prefer th- go it was for those. Two dollars a can, which is not cheap water. I mean, if I'm gonna do yeah. that, I'm gonna do some liquid death or something that's cool. Can this is just you know, yeah, a can's pretty wild. This is, this is literally just a sparkle hop something can with their logo. It's kind of like... Uh, I'd
1: almost say for, the, the, for that price point, I'd rather just break my dry January streak and just have a beer. Just
0: $2 tall boys of PBR all around Portland. I wouldn't... Or, maybe, or, maybe not or PBR. Either. Or Tecate. Maybe. And ticcate. how would you guys say
2: this goes with the film we just watched?
0: So the beginning of it was very disappointing <laughs> with the very slow... I mean, it took like an hour to actually get into any action and like any real like, oh, okay, so I'm... I'm invested with the characters. It starts vague and then it tries to build some. So yes, as, as a disappointing product where we know that there's better things out there, it very much matched that attitude that I had towards this film.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I felt this, uh, this hop water was kind of a nothing burger and that's how I felt about the first 20 minutes of the film. Yeah. Like, that's that's I, really I'm funny. Con- I'm confused and, and there's just nothing here. <laughs> it's not even a film.
1: That's really funny because I was going to say, I think it matched the neighborhood scene fine up until it starts getting dark and scary. Because once, once the uh, the like sad cover of, uh, oh, dang it, whatever the Nirvana song is, I always forget the name of it. When the the sad cover goes, it smells, so like teen, uh, teen, smells like it was, Teen Spirit. It, yeah, it was an acoustic and, uh, version
0: that a, yeah. f- some female artist did.
1: I I have it downloaded. It's so embarrassing. I can't remember her name. It's great, but when it starts showing the uh, the human trafficking scenes over the credits and the red room practices, the flavor just seemed to not. It didn't sync up at all for me. Well, it's a very light summer. Yeah, yeah. I drink. feel like I should have been having like a like a bourbon aged stout during those scenes. Like that would have made way more sense. Yeah. This is fine. Like this might go if you're going to get something that's like more affordable honestly. If you're watching a movie with the kids, like this tastes like a Nickelodeon straight to video movie or like a Disney Channel original.
0: Yes. Yep. But the next one, I like the next one. All right. So the second one we tried which wasn't even halfway through the film because the film's two freaking hours long mm-hmm. and, you know, we sipped it pretty quick. It's a lot of movie. <laughs> yeah. So we were, like, again, we were down at John's Marketplace and we were walking around and towards the back of the store they had their non-alcoholic section and they had this sitting in their cooler. And it's a Boulevard Brewing Company, which is out of Kansas City, Kansas. And it's called Flying Start, non-alcoholic IPA. And from what I've read online and having done some research, the can alone art looks really amazing. It's a bunch of different paper airplanes. Very cool. Which I told the guys I was like, hey, there's helicopters and planes and, and, the, and the whole end of the movie is and all a Russian, about And a into Russian the helicarrier area. falling in <laughs> out <laughs> of the sky. <laughs> exactly. I was like so crashing
2: <laughs> hovercraft, whatever it is. Visually this, harbor.
0: The 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 label on the can fits the what we saw on the film. But you know, we had not tried this at the tasting, but I wanted to buy it because, you know, Boulevard has a tendency to make really good stuff, or it's really out there. You know, that most of their stuff Isn't bad, it's just different, or right? Right, you know, uh, the most of their stronger barrel age stuff is really amazing, but just different.
1: It's something you could, I I would, I would
0: personally say, I appreciate what they're going for, no more, please. Yeah, so like their Tank Seven is really popular, you can find that a lot of places, and that's their like funky farmhouse weirdness stuff. This beer that we tried, Flying Start IPA, is none of that, it is 0.5. ABV and 55 IBU. So this is a beer that they brewed and then probably used an enzyme to pull some of the alcohol out and then dry hop the crap out of it. And it uses hops that are traditionally used in new England style IPAs. Hmm. So this is a, I'm really glad we bought this because this flavor profile is way different from all of the other beers that we tried when we were doing that on alcoholic tastings. This actually tastes like a New England style IPA from like the fruity, you know, grapefruit, passion fruit, pineapple juiciness. Yeah, was thing? Yeah, and it actually had a malt body. I, I mean, yeah, talked I, about I would that totally it. agree <laughs> with
2: that. I, you know, I, I would say that it kind of is a lighter flavor than a uh, alcoholic beer but it kind of had a bread crust taste, a little yeah. fruity. And, and definitely you could taste some hop bitterness in there, but it wasn't, you know, I, I don't care for that flavor. And so it wasn't overpowering for me, but it certainly was a good stand-in for a beer. Yeah. yeah. If you feel like drinking a beer, but you're still doing a sober January, this is a really good choice.
1: Yeah, this actually tastes like, what I've noticed with all the, the NA beers, as the pros apparently call it, uh uh, is that uh, the ones that do have some hot flavor, there's less than a beer typically will have. And even with like uh, certain styles, like a stout we tried, it tastes like a stout, but there's less body to it. Which is nice if you're going to have like, you know, a few at a picnic and you still have like four plates of hot dogs. Uh, so you're not going to get over full because I need to eat more hot dogs. Yeah. So so the first one, way over carbonated. I mean, it's just... It, it's a it's sparkling water, which I feel... It feels odd that a craft brewery would go for a sparkling water versus other ones that are, you know, sort of doing the process but
0: different. Yeah, so yeah. there it's again, it's like the the sparkling hop, there's no alcohol. It's zero. It, it's yeah. just water and hop. So it's like tea. You're drinking tea versus Well, and and, and this one has is,
2: my wife brews hop tea with fresh hops from our garden and it tastes a lot more full bodied yeah. than than this. So this
0: is so this was not brewed. This was probably dry hopped. They mm-hmm. took the sparkling water, added the lemon puree, let it sit for a little bit to get that, and then added the dry hop just to get some of that aromatics. Uh-huh. So, you know, when you open it, you're like, oh, it smells like citra hops. It smells right, like a right, citra right. IPA, but it's not at all. It's completely just water. Versus the Flying Start actually tastes like beer. And yeah. So there's there's your gimmick. Is it? A brewed beer that has the alcohol then removed or they use a style of yeast that doesn't produce a lot of alcohol and then they can manage it with enzymes or whatever or is it straight up just you know hops in something because when we did the tasting at st john at at john's marketplace <laughs> I keep saying st john's but no it's not in Northport. next we time we'll go to st Portland. john's and just bring some na beers yeah. and taste them out on the street corner <laughs> yes uh there was a variety of Approaches that some of the breweries have done. Yeah, I yeah. We tried asking them about that, and they're like, "Oh, it's a trade secret." I'm like, "No, it's not. Come on. I, There's I, only so many ways you can pull alcohol my, out of beer.
1: my my guess is either they didn't know or they were not allowed to tell anyone because yeah. maybe they're still figuring it out. Because it feels like this is a fad. I mean, maybe it, I feel like this is more like the uh, where where it's been going with uh, ve- vegan options for food and impossible meat. Like the the right at at first it was pretty rough. Like I tried some seitan out of curiosity. Like, Oh, I wonder if uh, this is uh, a meat free product. I'll try this. It's okay. You could tell they were throwing a lot of spice in there to kind of mask the non meat taste <laughs> and vegan cheese at first was, Oh my God.
0: Awful. Like but hardboard. I had, <laughs>
1: but I had some at this past Thanksgiving and it was pretty good. Consistency's a little weird, but it tasted like cheese. Yeah. And I think, uh, I love the craft breweries are trying this. I look forward to when they get to a point where it's better. Or hopefully the process makes it cheaper where the where people who genuinely if they're like, you know, can't have alcohol due to whatever reason, like health issue, or if they just have addictive personality or whatever, they can, you know, still go out and get a decent draft non alcoholic beer. It tastes like a beer.
0: Yeah. And there's some that have been out for a really long time. There's like you know, Klaus, like, holler. Uh, Holl- I can't remember. Like I know, right a duels has been oh, around duels, since yeah. I was
1: like in high school. Yeah. So and there, that was the joke was to like tell somebody, hey guys, I got some beer, and of course I'll sell it to you some alcohol in it. it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So and so along those lines, the industry isn't going to give up on a new niche niche in the market. Yeah. If it can sell, they're going to make it. And I actually asked when we were walking around, I was like, are you guys advertising, because this, you know, has flavor and it has zero calories or really, really low calories. Are you advertising this to, you know, the diabetic market, to the, you know, the, the children's market? Because it's an alternative to stuff that has a ton of sugar in it. But Kinder still has beer. Kinder beer. <laughs> I'm like, hey, this is in Germany. They you know, trademark that quick. <laughs> I, I think is. it probably is. Ah. I think it probably already is. But I, you know, I hate saying kinder ale. I, I mentioned <laughs> when we were walking around. I was like, you know, this is like Germany, man. Like you go and you get introduced yeah, to yeah. A beer at a very young age, and usually it's very, very low alcohol beer. There was a
1: lot of accordion too at the thing, or maybe <sighs> I was just having a stroke or something. There was a lot
0: of people with dogs there too. So Aww, little mm, puppers. very distracted.
1: But yeah, of the two, I think the. I'm not sure if either one matched the movie that well. I'm not sure I'm not sure what I wanted for the movie. It's it feels more like a like a standard spy film rather than its own like Marvel property. Yeah. But that's that's a yeah. if, if Dan gets, lets me have the microphone after this, I'll just spend hours just diving into <laughs> what I could fix well, you know, about it. Little oh, bonus content. <laughs> the
2: the second beer, we you know, we got about 20, 25 minutes into the film. It for me it was a much more enjoyable beverage. Yeah, and that was about the time in the film when the the interaction between the two sisters was you know breaking open, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so that that paired really well. The I was starting to enjoy the movie, and I had a beverage I was enjoying.
0: Yeah, right on. I I agree. I you know if you're gonna do like I said the non alcoholic thing, there's a lot of options out there now. Uh, there's bottle shops that have them, Fred Myers, and the bigger grocery store chains, Safeway, and them. All have a non-alcoholic little portion to their beer aisle. Usually, if you are gonna try some of the sparkling hops or the stuff stuff that is infused with hops, I would suggest trying stuff that's from like either Lagunitas or Crux. If you want a local version, stuff that's from the West Coast, I wouldn't. If you just want sparkling water, then then get the generic stuff that they sell for you know fifty cents a can. I am gonna you're go gonna, hard and say, don't get the sparkling water from the breweries. Yeah,
1: like they, 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 these companies have been doing this better longer. Where yes. it's literally, yeah, it's the exact same thing, but even the can looks cooler on on the yeah. Polar and the Laquaz. I'm Are just I'm saying, like, don't buy it from yeah. the brewery. Get non alcoholic beer from breweries if they have it, not the sparkling water. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think that's our, our go away message here is to steer clear from them if you can, or give them a try if you want. There's nothing wrong with, you know, if you go want to go to the give brewery and try, tell but... them you want a,
1: a non alcoholic beer, not
0: sparkling water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just demand the other thing. Like, I want this, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anything else about the movie or these beers or near beers as they were commonly referred to years ago? I will defend most Marvel movies. Like
1: I said, some harder than others. I just, I feel like Disney got real excited and they're, they're hopefully going to pull back and advertise a little better. Maybe don't promise a the movie then hold on to it for two years and then throw more ads out and then give
0: us a subpar product. A, yeah. An okay product. <laughs> but hell yes, go Johansson and Florence Pugh. There's a lot of, like, we were watching the credits, and I was like, oh, hey, there's some famous people in this. And I was, like, listing off the ones that weren't typical it, it caught me off guard.
2: <laughs> I don't know. It was funny. What do you think, Brian? I said everything I thought about, both the beers and the movie. Nice. Already. All right. I mean, it, it, it was. It was, it it was, was, was a two, me- hours,
0: two hours of your life. you can't
2: get back. It was a mediocre film. It wasn't the worst film I've seen.
0: Good point. And as I said, it's a Marvel product. You should know what you're getting into when you go to it or when you watch it. But, you know, the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And I want to say thank you for hanging out. Uh, I don't really have anything else to add to the discussion of the movie because, you know, it's a Marvel product. It is what it is.
1: And if you don't hydrate, the Black Widows are
0: going to get you. Yes, they will. And... Uh, you know, thanks for hanging in there, listening to this kind of fun episode. Uh, as mentioned, we're <laughs> going to do a few more, well, we're kind
2: of fun. Kind we of miss fun. you, Aaron.
0: <laughs> we miss you, Aaron. Get better soon. We'll have you on the You're next. You're the episode. glue
2: that holds us all together. Yeah,
0: we're we'll we'll do some more non-alcoholic episodes for the rest of January, and we've got some interesting things on the lineup. So yeah, pretty excited about it. We'll uh, catch you on our next episode. Thanks for hanging out, everyone.
2: Thank you. This is Brian signing off.
0: Bye, friends. <laughs>